Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the So What Podcast. My name is Anna McGuire and I'm so excited to have a conversation with you today about sowing intentionally into our lives so that we can reap abundantly in the days, weeks, months, and even years to come. I hear from individuals all the time how reading the Bible each day can be so incredibly challenging. Yet, I also hear from these individuals, it's something they so desperately want to do and to incorporate into their daily lives. I think as Christians, no one explicitly thinks to themselves or expresses, I don't want to read my Bible on a daily basis. Like, I don't think anyone like sets out, like if you're a Christian and you're wanting to follow Jesus, be a Christ follower, you see Jesus as the way that you're like, eh. I don't want to read the Bible. I have zero interest in it. However, I do see that reading the Bible on a monthly, weekly, or daily basis isn't happening for many Christians. Whether you've been in the church or you've listened to some Christian podcasts, you've hung around some Christians, or you've read the Bible yourself, we know that God promises through the Bible That as we meditate on his word, so as we meditate on scripture and we hide that scripture in our hearts and we practice it, then we will experience joy, we will gain wisdom, we will have direction for daily living and experience peace in the midst of a turbulent world. We know that reading the Bible, reading God's holy word, that the results are awesome, that it produces good things in our life. We know those promises and we have the desire to incorporate reading the Bible into our lives every day, but somehow reading the Bible gets moved to last priority or it honestly, it doesn't even come to mind during a busy day. I'll never forget my junior year of college. I I went to Evangel University and one day a pastor by the name of Scotty Gibbons was preaching in chapel And he was sharing about having a hunger for the word of God. And he gave this example as he was sharing on this about being desperate for the word of God, being desperate for the Bible, like I would be for food or water, the very thing that sustains us. So as he was sharing, I began to envision myself going a day or two without water or food. And as I thought about that, I was like, oh yeah, that would be a huge struggle for sure to go a day or two without anything to drink or anything to eat, but it's totally possible. Then I thought about going a week or two weeks without either food or water. And so then I thought about that. I was like, oh my gosh, I would literally be crippled. Like I would be on my deathbed if I went two weeks without drinking anything, let alone not eating anything. And then I thought about a month. What would my physical body be like if I went a month without anything to drink or anything to eat? And the bottom line is, is there's no possible way I would survive one month without food and water. I, I would not survive, period. That, that's just the bottom line. So in that moment, I'm so thankful for Pastor Scotty sharing it in that way because I began to look at my heart, my soul, my, my spiritual self, In that way, when it came to daily time, reading the Bible. Reading the Bible is the food and water my soul needs 
to survive. I'm not even talking about thriving or growing or flourishing. That is what my soul needs to survive. I love how Matthew 4.4 4 says it in the New Testament, but he answered, meaning Jesus was saying, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And then Jeremiah 15.16 says, your words were found and I ate them and your words became to me a joy and the delight of my heart. For I'm called by your name, O Lord, God of hosts. The word of God is something for us to consume. And you know what? These two verses, they aren't even exhaustive of the amount of times that the word of God is compared to nourishment for our bodies, for our hearts, for our souls, for our spirit. And I'm telling you, I've had seasons of like dry spells where I, I haven't been in the word like I needed to be. And can I tell you, it was like my soul, my spirit, the joy inside of me that it was like on its last breath, that it was barely functioning. And that part of me that was barely functioning, it was overflowing into every other area of my life, into my work, into my relationships, into my purpose, even in my identity. It just began to saturate all of those areas of my life because this is a complete side note. We are holistic people. We are made up of body. We are made up of mind and we are made up of spirit. And so when one of those things are off, it affects the other areas. And so it was affecting my emotional health. It was really affecting my physical health because I was feeling completely exhausted. On the other hand, I've had seasons where I have been thriving and I have been committed and consistent and spending daily time with God. And can I tell you that come hell or high water, like I had joy, I had peace, I had wisdom, I had clarity for the day. There was this difference inside of me. It's not that my circumstances changed, but I was different and I felt good. And guess what? That also overflowed into my relationships and into my work. That overflowed into my emotions. That overflowed into my physical body. There is something about spending time daily in the word of God. You might be saying, Anna, you started this outright. I have that desire. It's just not coming together for me. I don't know where to begin or I don't know how to be consistent. So I'm just going to give you three simple things for creating daily time in the word of God, how to read your Bible every single day. And these three things, they need to become concrete in your life, like unmovable, unshakable. The first thing in order to read your Bible every day is you got to pick a time. This is going to get super practical. This is not going to be super spiritual. But it's in the practical things that we set up that super spiritual things can happen. Mm. Can I get an amen for that? It is in the super practical things that we set up that the supernatural can happen. So you got to set up a time. If you look at my Google Calendar, which again, for the hundredth million time, I love my Google Calendar. I have a specific calendar that is called rituals, meaning things I do on a consistent basis. And if you look at my calendar every single morning, I have my, I call it abiding time. 
abiding time on my calendar, meaning nothing can interrupt or go through this time. It is a set part of my day. It is a meeting I have every single day with the Bible. And so you might say, well, Anna, you're the only one who sees that because nobody's going to want to have a meeting with you at 630 in the morning. You're right. Praise God. Nobody really wants to meet at 630 in the morning. However, I know for me that I've made that commitment, that this is an important part of my day. You got to set up your time and pick a time that works well for you. Right now, if you're not a morning person, I wouldn't say, hey, plan to have a quiet time one hour in the morning. Find a time throughout your day. What does your lunch break look like? What can you do after you get home from work or from school? What about before you go to bed? Pick your time. Pick your time. You got to set up the time. And then another part of that time is make sure that you're setting aside a good amount of time that is doable. You know, you can grow it in the beginning, but to set aside, like say, okay, I want to spend an hour in the Word. Well, that's a great pursuit. But if you're doing five minutes, 10 minutes, or even zero minutes right now, pushing for an hour isn't going to work well. So instead, when you set up your time, also pick a time that will set you up for success. Try starting with 10 minutes, 15 minutes. That's better than than nothing. Growing up in my youth ministry, uh, we had this commitment that we would make it was the five, five, and five, which I loved that. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, I can do more than 15 minutes of spending time with God. So it'd be five minutes of reading the Bible, five minutes of prayer, and then five minutes of listening, journaling, waiting to hear from the Lord. And I remember thinking, oh, that's that's totally doable. And that seems so small. And uh, But it was consistent. And then the next challenge after the 555 was 10, 10, 10, and then 15, 15, 15. And I'm telling you, that was so good for me. And that's what really helped to instill some of these habits in me. So maybe as you look at what time you're going to set this up at, what time you're going to pick is also maybe you start with a goal of how much time you do that is totally doable for you. That is totally doable for you. Okay. The second thing to help you create the habit of reading your Bible every day is you got to pick your place. Pick your place. What I mean by picking your place is find your spot in your house, or if you're at work when you're doing it, like during your lunch break or something, pick your spot that this is going to be the place you do this every single day. Like when you think about doing working from home, do you have a desk or like your kitchen table that you consistently do that at? Like that is your place to work. Or when you go work out at the gym, like Do you go to a random gym? No, you go to your gym. Like you have specific places to accomplish specific tasks. And it's the same thing I believe with script reading our Bible is that we need to pick our place. This is going to be the spot where I make this intentional choice to read the Bible every single day. So for the longest time, it was my kitchen. But now life and seasons have changed. And so now it is a chair in my bedroom, which is great. I I can get up, slide over to this chair, because literally that's what I do. I slide over there because it is uh, the crack of dawn, I feel like, some mornings. And I head on over to the chair, and I spend my time reading the Word of God. So pick your place. Is it your kitchen table? Is it a chair in your room? 
Is it your family room? Hey, is it your closet? I don't know about you. I got a, a a closet and I go in there sometimes and it's just super relaxing to me. Andrew will like come in there every once in a while and I'm just laying there and he's like, why are you laying in the closet? I'm like, it's just relaxing because it just feels cozy. So I don't know. Is it your closet? Wherever it may be, pick your place. There is no right or wrong place. But I will say this. I, I know I just said there's no wrong place, but your bed is probably not the best place. For me, when I read my Bible in my bed, I usually am a little bit more groggy, not paying attention as well, or I'm more apt to falling back asleep. Whereas if I take a few steps and I get to where I want to be, that's really helpful. Or especially if you're doing it like first thing in the morning or before you go to bed, your bed might not be the best spot. But you know you, and if you can make that happen, awesome. For me, it just doesn't work. So pick your time, pick your place. And the third thing, pick your plan pick your plan. I think a lot of times the reason why Christians don't read the Bible is because they don't know where to begin. They don't have a plan. They're like, okay, the Bible is 66 books. Like, am I just supposed to like open it and just read whatever opens that day? Am I supposed to, I don't know, like do like Powerball and pick out numbers and whatever those numbers tell me, (laughs) like those are the chapters and the verses I'm going to read. Like, how am I supposed to know what I'm supposed to read? Got to have a plan. And what's so cool is there's this app called Uversion, and there's a million Bible plans on there that you can pick a very specific Bible plan that will give you some commentary and encouragement along the way. Uh, and I use those from time to time. However, I really just love being in the Word itself. And so here's a great plan. If you don't know where to begin, my favorite book of the Bible is Mark. I love the book of Mark. That might be a good place for you to begin. What is Mark? Mark is about the story of Jesus. It's a gospel. Uh, it's Jesus really in his adult ministry. It's power-packed. It's pretty fast-paced compared to the other gospels. So maybe that's why I like it so much. Actually, I know that's why I like it so much. So pick a pl- pick a place to begin. So the book of Mark or another book of the Bible I love, Galatians. Man, Galatians is a great book to read in this season. Philippians is another great one to read in this season. Or, you know, Christmas is coming up. Read uh, Luke or John. You can read the account of Jesus' birth. Pick, Have a plan. So like in the morning when it comes time to read your Bible, you're not like, uh, where do I begin? Where should I do today? Have a plan in place. Know where you're going to begin. Even right now, you can start thinking about where do I want to read about in the Bible And here's this cool tool. It's called Google. And you can say, okay, where does it talk about David and Goliath in the Bible? You can put that into Google and it's going to tell you to go to 1 Samuel. And it's going to show you exactly where it's at. And then you can start reading the story of David. So have a plan. And here's the other thing is I want to help you with this plan. If you in 2022 want to make the commitment to reading your Bible every day, I, I want to partner with you in that. Every January for the last several years, I have journeyed with individuals through large chunks of scripture. And we're doing it again this January. I'm so stinking excited. I like to call it my January journey through scripture. And this January, there's already dozens of people who've signed up. We're going to be going through Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Acts together. 
And so if this is something that you would love to be a part of, we're doing it in community. There's going to be a link in the show notes and you can sign up. It's just going to ask you for some basic information and I'll be getting info out to you shortly about being a part of this Bible reading plan. Again, five books of the Bible. We're going to read them all throughout the month of January. So over 31 days, we're going to read three to four chapters a day. And again, it's going to be a plan for you and it's going to be doing it together. Link is in the show notes. So you got to have your time, got to have your place, and you have to have your plan. My youth pastor from growing up, his name is John Brown. He often talks about having a no quit commitment in your life. Do you have no quit commitments? Like things that you've committed to do that no matter what, you're not going to quit doing it. And for me, reading my Bible daily is one of those no quit commitments for me. When you decide that this is something you want to do, reading your Bible every day and not quit, I'm, I'm going to give you this promise. It will develop a strength and a reflex in you that what used to feel hard reading your Bible every day will become simpler. Waking up earlier every morning to spend time reading the Bible or staying up a little bit later and reading your Bible, whatever point of the day you choose to read your Bible, in the beginning, it can be very, very challenging to make that choice. But as you make that commitment and you don't quit on that commitment, it becomes simpler. I can tell you firsthand that after years of doing this, this is simply part of me. Is there mornings where it is still hard and challenging? Yes. So I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying it's simpler. That this is just a part of me. That in the morning I wake up and this is something that I do. There's just not a question about it. I don't have to debate it. It's something I've decided I will not quit doing. That I will do this for the rest of my life because I see the benefit of it. So I just do it. It becomes simpler. It becomes simpler. As you do it, as you choose not to quit, you will develop a strength and a reflex for it that where it used to feel hard or maybe even complicated, it becomes simpler. Reading the Bible every single day is a part of our lives where we can sow intentionally. In order to sow intentionally in this area, we also have to sow intentionally by picking a time picking a place and picking a plan because reading your Bible every day, reading my Bible every day doesn't just happen. It takes intentionality. It takes sowing intentionally, setting ourselves up for success. And I believe, friend, that as you sow intentionally in this area to pick the time, place, and plan, man, reading your Bible every day will become a consistent habit. And as it becomes a consistent habit, you will reap abundantly the promises that scripture gives us that we will have more wisdom, direction for daily living, that we will have peace and joy and clarity for all of our days. Friend, always remember, I'm in your corner and cheering you on. And I'd absolutely love for you to be a part of the January journey through scripture, which again, the link is in the show notes. Friend, I cannot wait to talk to you next week.